Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. David Lang is a Middle Easter analyst, and we wanted to talk to him about this notion of the of growing anti-Semitism. It is absolutely unfathomable that decent people around the world can't seem to get their heads around the fact that, well, maybe you could have some sympathy for murdered Israelis and uh, the madness and the hurt that followed the massacre, the 7th of October massacre in Israel with people around the world celebrating it and standing by a cause that they probably don't really understand is unfathomable and increasing, incredibly, incredibly hurtful. Jews around the world feeling enormously vulnerable. David, a very good morning to you. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is something that you have engaged in for some time. It probably doesn't come as a surprise, or maybe it, maybe the magnitude of it does. Yeah, thanks for having me. Actually, there is a bit of an element of surprise here, because as you mentioned, many of us are feeling shocked that something like this, which crossed all boundaries of decency, would not be roundly condemned by people who are anti-Israel. I mean, sure, we've noticed, many people like myself have noticed anti-Semitism within these movements of people who claim to hate Israel. But when you see these, these disgusting images, these vile images where civilians, men, women and children have been targeted for murder, abduction and rape, so many people would have thought, okay, this is the red line, and these people will condemn the Hamas atrocities, but still condemn Israel as normal. And what we're seeing is not just a lack of condemnation, but an actual glorification and celebration of the Hamas atrocities by these very same people. And, of course, the argument, well, this didn't start yesterday. This started, or didn't start on October the 7th. It started before, is is really moral laziness, isn't it? Because you should still be able to say, well, the situation isn't a new one. Uh, that is an aside. We absolutely condemn this. We we cannot align ourselves with this. Uh, it's it's the, the absurdity of it. And... Almost foolishness, because I'm, I'm watching intelligent people, uh, certainly in the South African context, commentators, intelligent people, saying the most absurd things. And I just wonder, have they lost their minds? Well, I wouldn't call it moral laziness. I'd call it moral bankruptcy. Okay. And basically, their anti-Semitism is coming to the fore. If you cannot condemn these actions, then there is seriously something morally wrong with you. And it also points towards the fact that perhaps they're not so secure in their cause, because theoretically speaking, one should be able to have their cause oh, that's an interesting and believe mm. in the righteousness of their cause, even though we, you and me, of course, will disagree with that, and condemn Hamas atrocities. But the fact that they can't decouple the condemnation of Hamas and what they've done with their overarching cause speaks volumes about that cause and the validity of that cause. It's so interesting because I certainly have been critical of Israel in the last year. Many of us have been. We've been outspoken, uh, but it came from a place of support and love, obviously. But we're critical of it. Uh, and there's there's going to be criticism of Israel and the the system failure that might have taken place that allowed this to happen. But uh, you can do both. And and here, as you say, maybe it is a form of insecurity. What is – to me, there's been a global shift. 
Jews around the world have maybe been faced with the fact that that we are vulnerable and uh, that anti-Semitism is alive and well and living in our own countries. What now? What happened? What follows this? What follows this uh, in terms of Jews around the world? Mm. I think there's going to be more of an awakening amongst Jews from around the world. We've seen many people or Jews on the left, for instance, who are part of Black Lives Matter and other social justice movements who have been extremely critical of Israel, who are now slowly coming to their senses in the sense that they see, well, wait a minute, we were your allies, and now you're celebrating dead Jews. And I'm not just saying this as a speculative thing, but I've had people reach out to me. People on the left and the far left have said, I'm absolutely horrified, you were right. I'm horrified by what's going on. Now, this doesn't mean that they're going to become pro-Israel overnight, but it does mean they're going to reevaluate their alliances with their fellow far-left travelers. Well, I mean, I, now see yeah. anti-Semitic. I mean, I came across an intersectional feminist, not that I'm really 100% sure of what that means, but an intersectional feminist the other day defending Hamas. And I thought, uh, really? Uh, do you actually even understand who Hamas is and what it would mean and what they've just done to women, never mind Iran, who, uh, who as, we, as we speak are brutalizing their own women. Intersectional feminists, people, members of the gay community supporting Hamas and Iran, it's, it's, it's like they've taken a stupid drug. Yeah, there's a de- definite cognitive dissonance there and I could just argue that it's perhaps their Jew hatred, which is also consuming and powerful that they're willing to turn a blind eye to these things. I mean, we, we see many instances of this. We saw just recently a professor at UC Davis, a trans professor, who published a post threatening to kill Zionist journalists who spread propaganda and misinformation. Uh, so you have someone who would be the first person to be killed in Gaza who is threatening to kill uh, people who support Israel. It's it's like chickens for KFC, if I can put it that yeah, way. Yeah, that, that that that's uh, that's exactly the uh, the the look. What what it can do. The opposite of that is that it galvanizes Jews around the world, and it it reminds us that no matter where we stand on a political spectrum, from far right to far left, we are targeted just as much. I mean, we know that there were supporters of peace, there were uh, Palestinian uh, activists. At that music festival who were gunned down and murdered just as anybody else was. Yeah. Look, as the old joke goes, you know, two Jews, three opinions. And we've seen that uh, in spades, uh, not just around the world. I mean, in fact, in Israel, let's not forget the fractures in society which preceded this war, if I can put it that way. We had this whole judicial reform and all the reactions to the judicial reform which also culminated in some tensions between the religious community, secular community. So, and perhaps uh, this is one of the reasons why Hamas decided to launch their attacks when they did, perhaps sensing some weakness on our side. But one of the positives, if I can put it that way, to come out of all of this is we're seeing, especially in Israel, I can't talk for outside of Israel because I live here and I'm more focused on what's mm-hmm. going on here. But uh, there's a lot of unity and uh, many of the flags and banners that we saw at these protests every week we're now seeing these Israeli flags being paraded in the streets in Israel in unity, saying we will uh, be victorious. And I've, I've drive down the, the highway, the, six, the number six highway in Israel, and you have these electronic boards up there which usually show the speed limits and the traffic conditions. And when I drove down there the other day, all of those electronic billboards were showing the Israeli flag. 
and we shall be victorious. So it's quite a beautiful thing. It is an amazing thing. For me, the epitome of it is the fact that there was this massive uh, furore over the Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur prayer service, whether it was egalitarian, separate, or whatever it was. uh, It was about a separation, and now all of a sudden, all these uh, restaurants in Tel Aviv are willingly becoming kosher in order to support the uh, the army and the IDF. And to me, that that is the quintessential um, almost example or metaphor for what is going on. I believe in Israel and I think around the world as well. David Lang, thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you for chatting to us.